0: Announcing the commencement of the first purge Tonight allows people a release from all the hatred and violence that they keep up inside them This won't bring him back It won't make you feel any better Thank you It is a night that is defining our country Citizens, this will be a tradition we celebrate every year join the first purge. Isaiah, come say bye. Go do your thing, sis. Always. I'll see you tonight. People are now calling this controversial experiment of legalized crime the purge. Do not purge! Do not purge! You and Isaiah just stay with me doing the purge. We're gonna be fine on our own. We are here with Dr. May Updale. She came up with this experiment. Is the purge a political device? It is a psychological one. If we want to save our country, we must release all our anger in one night. Tonight, we'll see the good and evil in everyone. What's going on, everybody? And Welcome to another great edition of Nothing to Watch, always brought to you by... Sideshow Conversations. It's me, Mr. Torchbearer himself, Mr. Anarchist, Mr. Anarchy Incarnate, Val and today we're going to be reviewing, or just giving my plain old thoughts and uh, opinions on the latest movie that came out on July 4th, The Talk of the Town, as they say, it is The First Purge. Now, for everybody that uh, is new to the segment, this is a show I kind of came up with where if, hey, if you just didn't know uh, what to watch out there, if you were bored, had nothing to do, or nothing to watch per se, um, I kind of give you my insight. And in my opinion, this was a movie that was very divisive when it first came out, especially with the marketing. Um, And People weren't sure if this was something that um, ran its course. I mean, the Purge movies have been out since 2013 and mildly successful, I want to say, uh, with the first one, you know, starring Ethan Hawke and then um, them going back and forth with the second to third, which was election year. Um, all different types of movies, I want to say, especially this one. This one's the most provocative, uh, and it kind of hits at home a bit. Uh, maybe a little bit too much to certain people. Um, that's for you guys to decide. But, um, yeah, The The Purge, uh, the first Purge, is a 2018 action horror film directed by um, Gerard McMurray and starring, uh, i probably botched these names, Yelaine Noel. Lex Scott Davis uh, Javon Wade uh, Marissa Tomei And much much more um, Basically This <laughs> this movie is the 4th installment Of the Purge franchise The film is a prequel depicting The origins of the first annual Purge A 12 hour spree from 7pm To 7am Once a year in which all crime In America is legal It is written and produced by James DeMonaco It marked the first film in the series that's not been directed by him, though. Um, This is, um... This is a crazy movie. Um, The plot line, you know, there's a lot of plots and there's a lot of different stories that are happening to this, but it kind of opens up with a craze. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler for people who have not watched this movie yet. Um, Spoiler alerts right here. I'm going to kind of go deep into the movie right now. So if you want to come back later on, listen to what I have to say. Go for it in about a three, a two, uh, a one. Alright now, so a crazed drug addict named Skeletor, yes people Skeletor, and this dude looks crazy, you'll see it, he opens the movie up, talks on camera about his dark thoughts, including his desire to purge, if you will, and unleash his hatred onto other people and onto the world. An unknown voice on the other end of the camera tells Skeletor he will be able to get his chance to do so. So... Sometime in the mid-21st century, turmoil has caused the government to be overthrown by the new founding fathers of America, the NFFA members. Arlo Sabian, I probably messed that one up as well too, and Dr. May Updale, who is um, played by Mercer Tomei, I believe uh, Sabian is, uh, if you've seen um, one of these Netflix shows that was really good, um, I, it come across my mind, I'll get back to that later, but he was as great in that show, Um Growing up show on Netflix. We'll talk about that later anyway. Um, he's a great kind of villain, very much an antagonist into this, while um, Mercer Tomei's character is more of uh, just a scientist that's optimistic on seeing where her um, experiments go, but I digress. Um, May Updale announces an experiment to take place on Staten Island. So once right here, we're in my home state. This is New York City. You know, how you doing, ma? What are we doing out here in New York? What are we doing? We're in the high-rise, we're in the PJs, we're going to the bodegas, you know, shit's happening, people playing dice in the streets, you know, it's getting a little crazy out there. Anyways, it takes place on Staten Island, where for 12 hours, citizens will be allowed to purge and re- release their inhibitions in any way they choose. The NFFA offers residents of the island $5,000 to stay in their homes during the experiment. And a uh basically a bonus for those that are participating as well too, in the perch, so there you have it right there, so far, you're kind of getting the the gist of the situation you know they they choose a small designated area, you know at this time, you know, let's just say the United States is how it is right now, people killing each other, you know things are happening, people you know shooting up schools and churches and things of that nature. It kind of hits home, and, you know, you have the president trying to, I guess, go along with um, the idea at this time where a purge may be necessary to kind of cleanse the people, cleanse America in a way. You know, maybe one night of violence, act of violence, can really keep people at bay. Um, Anyways... You see the conflict as well, too, with um, citizens in Staten Island where, hey, uh, you know, if if you've been to Staten Island, if you've been to a lot of the ghettos in New York City as well, too, you know $5,000 is something right there. So if you're going to have $5,000 for me to stay my ass home and not do shit, yeah, I'm going to stay my ass home and not do shit and collect that money. Um, As well as you're going to have crazy people out there like the... The main kind of, I wouldn't say he's not a villain, but the the, the scary mofo in this uh, in this uh, movie right here, Skeletor. Um, you know, you're paying him money to actually go crazy, go bug wild into the world, and do whatever he wants to do just to please himself. So you have that um, consensus right there, and then you have actual free spirits in this as well too that that um, are maybe just. Not sure where they are in life. Maybe they 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 always thought about hurting someone, but never wanted to do it. Maybe stealing. You know, not not necessarily mean killing. You know, it could it could have been stealing. You know, all laws are 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 made to be broken tonight. You know, there's nothing you know that you can't do basically this night. So this also goes to stealing. This also goes to you know peddling drugs. All the things your your mind can think of right now to gain more money or more craze in the streets. So you're going to see a lot of that in this movie as well too Where people's conflicts are uh, rising Um, Basically what happens here as well too Like I said, $5,000 to stay in their homes during the experiment Um, They also outfit the participants with a tracking device And uh, contact lenses Contact lenses, excuse me and they're kind of these blue lenses People have different colors Green and red uh, Most of them are blue though um, So they can monitor all activity So basically they want to televise Not really televised But kind of televise? Because they do show that in a movie But they want to keep track of If you're actually purging or not Killing, stealing, doing stuff You know um, Basically the drug lord Dimitri Who's Pretty awesome in this movie You see him, he's like the big bad of Stan Island You know, he's the guy that You know, runs the whole block basically Not even the block, the whole city Guy that has all the drugs Guys that has all the women. He knows where everybody's block is at You know, he's like the uh, Let me say here The Suge Knight of the city But he's not as big a Suge Knight whatsoever um, and it's kind of blasphemy to say Suge Knight in the uh, in, uh, New York area, so I'll just uh, step away from that conversation right there, but Dimitri tells his dealers that they will be uh, leaving, uh, but the drug dealer Capital A wants to stay in Purge. So there's a drug dealer underneath him that, you know, wants to say, F this, F hiding from police, I don't want to do. So you really see, you know, anarchy in the ranks already happening with Dimitri's gang. So that's another story that they um, kind of follow there, which is kind of fun. They run into the Skeletor many times in this movie as well, too. Skeletor is a big threat. You also have the story of Naya, who's a protester protesting the Purge, saying this is another way of... Of people kind of um, revolting against the black and brown community, and they're just looking for an excuse to um, get rid of us by having ourselves kill each other. Very, very, very touch and go when it comes to this day and age, especially the last 10 years. Um, like I said before, it's a very divisive movie. Um... Decisive movie Because of the fact that It touches a lot of sore subjects In America today And um, whether you like it or not Whether you tend to believe it or not Whether you think it's propaganda or not It's an an important situation An important subject that people are discussing I think that was the consensus of this movie Was to have a discussion about it Um, In my personal opinion um, Do I feel like There were certain Scenes and certain themes in this movie that were a bit not outlandish but not even tongue in cheek um i want to say <sighs> Okay, maybe yes, they were a bit tongue-in-cheek. They did hit you over the head many times, though, in my opinion, about the issues that are happening today. And from a person that goes to a movie for escapism to see, um, you know, what's going on in the world on TV, for someone who works in the TV industry as well, too, to see that every day. And, you know, to explain that to my daughter every day from conversations that are having, you know, over and over and over again on a daily basis, maybe my mind just wanted to be shut down a little bit while watching a movie. And not seeing, once again, what I see on TV portrayed in a movie. Um, So I had my personal feelings about it because at the end of the day, you know, I want to escape a little bit. Anyways, um, you kind of get the story right here. Purge happens. They're basically locking down the whole entire city. No one could come in or out. Um, Whoever stays is getting paid. Whoever, you know, participates gets a bonus and whatnot. So you're already having tensions high. You get the first alarm commencing the first purge. And you're getting um, a different um, atmosphere in New York City, especially for the whole world looking at Staten Island. You even have the president going on TV saying, pray for Staten Island, which is. Hilarious Because you get all these Um, it, Once again It goes to today's Day and age Where you're looking At social media And everybody's like Pray for France Pray for Florida play for, Pray for Houston Pray for Puerto Rico And it's more of a situation Where people are saying Oh rest in peace Or pray for this person Pray for that country Pray for this But not actually doing it A goddamn thing about it So um, And sometimes I feel like We're all guilty on that Sometimes um, I, I'll be honest I'm guilty of that uh, Once or twice in my life As well too I know somebody out there Is guilty as well too Listening to this But it does um, Throw those themes at you Like hey Pray for Staten Island When you know That your eyes are glued To see some killing Um, Basically the whole You see different parts of the town You see, you know, Dimitri's gang, you know, just Doing business as usual, you know Still peddling, doing his thing Um, You see um, a lot of The the main characters like Naya um, and her family And her community, you know, holding Themselves up in a church with um, Two bodyguards with shotguns In uh, in front of it, basically trying to Protect the church as well too, but Thinking that this this church is a sacred Place and we would dare go inside and do anything anything um you have um other characters as well too um naya's brother who um who who you see earlier in the movie as well too who seems like he has a good head on his shoulder but kind of gets into the drug scheme as well too kind of gets intimidated by skeletor kind of gets bitched out in a way and his main motive is actually Use the purge to shoot down Skeletor, hunt them down So you have that story as well too Where he's just walking the streets And he's just seeing uh, the quietness that's happening Where he's at, you know, the calm before the storm And once the alarm does ring Like I said, you're having a couple of things there You're having um, people partying in the street Which, um, this gets the government kind of pissed off You see a lot of the characters Especially, um, um, you see... Sorry about that, forgetting their names already That's my fault right there Hey, kind of doing this on the fly uh, Updale and, uh, Sabian Um, both kind of being very curious With Updale, like, saying, eh, you know This is what happens, nothing's motivating them enough To, like, really do anything You know, at this moment in time No one really feels like they should be Killing anybody or doing anything outlandish Because, you know, they have morals And you have, um... Of course, Sabian, who's more the person, the protagonist, is like, you know, I really want to push this forward because if this works in Staten Island and people could cleanse themselves essentially with this situation, then it could work for the whole entire United States and maybe we could um, market this, put, you uh, you know, a banner on this, trademark it and make it something purely for America. So definitely there's a lot of political influence into this as well, too. Um, everybody's curious why the no killings happening just yet, just partying in the streets and looting, little things of that nature. And we get the first real kill with Skeletor, who's doing his best Freddy Krueger impersonation with machete and, like, syringes on his hand. Um, he gets the first kill of the day, and he's just going on a mass murdering spree. But still, it's not enough for the government at that time. And I don't want to spoil too much of the movie. I know I'm talking a lot about it because it has a lot of themes, To it. The biggest themes are this. Because of the fact that you're looking in low communities, low income communities, and people are banding together, enjoying themselves, celebrating a life without restriction, and you see a life without restriction is not necessarily chaos and anarchy, it's a life based on family and community in a way essentially and how people are coming together black, white, Hispanic, you know Asian, you name it, people are banging together and when uh, the political party sees this They introduce methods to disband people, which is very, very, very tongue-in-cheek today. You see a lot of people um, having their own agenda in the office, and you see um, different things start happening. You see a white supremacist group come out of nowhere and break up a mob of people. Um, You see a white supremacist group burn down a church. With people inside of it and literally gunned down people as well to inside the church uh, with no repercussions whatsoever. And that's very, very, very hard to see especially for the tragedies that's happened in the last couple of years with gun violence it, it's very on the nose and it hurts um to see that in my opinion as well too because it's right in my face and maybe that's the director's uh, point of view is like you should see this you shouldn't forget about it like i said i have my personal opinions about it um i didn't want i see this on tv every day and i work in an industry that sees this every day and I just want to shut my mind off sometimes just to cleanse a little bit. Sometimes you want to decompress and to see that again it just it hurts a bit more. Um you have um in my opinion some things are a little too forceful where you have um the government sending out their own uh, police force and they're dressed up in riot gear but essentially looking, you know, with the with the blue navy blue end and white and black costumes on um basically taking minorities and literally beating them and killing them to death in like a police mob and it's it harkens to every day of just police brutality that's happening in this country and whether you want to admit it or not whether you see it as something that that's um to um um to race baiting if you will or if you see it as propaganda that's your own opinion but it does hit um, hit the nail right on the, right in the nose If you will about these situations About police brutality And how a lot of this brutality is unwarranted um, And it's strictly To people who are um, Less privileged than other people in the world Maybe it's for more of an agenda Than it is um Than it is racially More of an agenda to keep people down Um So that was hard to see as well too Um some forceful things I did not like There's parts where you know you have The government sending out um Propaganda, propaganda in their own way. You know, they send out the, the Ku Klux Klan essentially to kill and burn down things. And I'm like, all right, at this point, you're just forcing it a tad bit, and that's just my own opinion. You know, at this point in time, there's no Ku Klux Klan members in New York City that I know of that are marching down the streets. They get the shit rocked in a, in a second. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I've seen that many times. If you see anybody fucking racist in New York City, they get their mouth wired real, 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 real quick. So to see like the Ku Klux Klan show up on this. It, it it was really like, mm, now you're stretching for to divide people in this movie. Um, I, I understood their meaning behind it. You know, they're introducing these factors to make people want to kill, to make people turn against each other, to make people revolt and cause chaos and anarchy. I get the, uh, the picture 100,000%. I just felt it was a little bit too overwhelming in my opinion, um... You have Dimitri at this point throughout the whole movie being the main hero, you know, doing his best, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, having every gun on his body and becoming a one-man show, essentially, trying to save, you know, a whole high rise from coming down from these white supremacists. Hell, you have to have one that does his best Hitler impersonation with, like, a, with a whole leather jacket, and, oh, it's just, it, it's, it's a little, little too much at some times. Now... I know I may sound like um, I'm putting this movie down. It's a decent movie. It just didn't surprise me. If if anything, it just kind of made me more uh, uneasy. And not uneasy because I don't want to talk about the situations. Uneasy because I kind of wanted to take my mind off a a bit. I was having different expectations for the first Purge movie. um, Different reasons why they introduced it. And if it was going to be more for, for, for racial reasons or for... For keeping um, Trying to eliminate the po- uh, the impoverished areas I wish they would have came about in a different way So that kind of turned me off a bit Like I understand the situation but I just felt like It was a little forced at certain times Um And then every movie is Pretty much different I mean you know The first Purge movie, uh, not, not the first Purge The actual Purge movie that came out In 2013 with Ethan Hawke That was more of a home invasion movie and that kind of introduced Um the urban to suburban lifestyle and kind of race baiting a bit on that as well too, but it made more sense though, you know, with, with a young African-American um, man running for his life against people, running uh, essentially from people trying to kill him um, and it, it really is for his color in that movie, they make that very apparent in, the, in that first movie in 2013, and so you have the home invasion um, and the family trying to um, save this um um, this urban citizen from a suburban crazed area. So I got that. It was very interesting for that dynamic as well too. Like, would you save your neighbor? You know, if you want to go biblical on it, you know, you know, would you do what Jesus says and you know, love thy neighbor and whatnot? Uh, I'm not the biggest religious person in the world, but those are the themes that you kind of see in the fir- in that mo in that first Purge movie, um, 2013. I don't say saying the first Purge, but this is the first Purge that we're talking about today. Anyways, the second movie's a little bit different, where it's more of a survival horror, where it's what would you do if you were caught outside the purge, if you didn't have the means to lock yourself out, and you were in the open area, and what can happen to you in the open area as far as um, chaos happening in the streets of Los Angeles, and I found that very interesting as well, too, because in the first movie, you have you know the wealthy you know trying to lock themselves in with security and all that good jazz, and this is just different families, different communities trying to survive that in a group, more huddling together, which is very interesting. Once again, a different theme. And and of course the third movie going into election year was very interesting as well too with an elected official basically trying to stop the purge at this moment in time to see it as you know mindless killing and to find different ways to be more cathartic with life and how it was directed to kill this one person basically um to continue the purge because if she was elected the purge would definitely be eliminated so it was more of like um i want to say not a heist movie but um, it's it's hard to more describe. Um, it it definitely is more of a thriller. I want to say as well too, I And mean, a survival thriller, not horror, but more of a thriller. Um, it definitely keeps you on the edge of what's going to happen to this person if they die or not. So it, it keeps you on your toes. Once again, a bit of more of a different movie of a different theme. This one's the uh, this one, the first purge. Um, I felt like the director or the the writer. Producer Everybody encompassing this movie Wanted to directly put this against What's happening right now With the administration that's in the office With um, the issues that are happening With gun violence and gun control With the issues that are happening with Um Um, People of of color Myself, you know, my family Africans, Americans, Jamaicans um, Anybody of color, you know, anybody of different races Black, brown, you know, Asian Indian, doesn't matter um, What's happening out there in this world and How people are just discriminated against Because they're either their income Or their skin color or their their way of life Or their religion, their creed Um, This movie directly Directly, directly uh, Is influenced on what's happening um, In the last, I want to say 5 to 10 years so um, it's up to you guys to watch this movie or not hopefully I interest you a bit more to see what this experiment was because it definitely was an experiment um, they play on that from what the movie is as far as the doctor making this an experiment in Staten Island this definitely was an experiment on um, it's more of a social justice film it's kind of like a, a days in our lives was happening today which is pretty damn scary uh, how close how close we are to something like that actually happening now, for someone to say, um, hey, this shit can happen right now, maybe this is the right way to do it, it's very tongue-in-cheek, and you definitely see, um, where someone can say, you know what, that could work, um, very scary in today's times, um, so, yeah, uh, my rating for a movie, I kind of give it a mid-card, um, uh, I don't 86 it, I was, I I was about to 86 it at one point when I felt like it was too forced with what's happening with the propaganda in this world. Some things are are very much um, true and then some things are very much um, brought to you by media, social media, uh, in every facet. Some things are just produced a little bit too much to cause a rise, to cause a ruckus for people um, that look like me. And uh, we kind of have to uh, Kind of just separate our mind from that A little bit, you know At the end of the day The best way that anybody anybody's going to get over Any kind of discrimination or prejudice Or any kind of um, Hurt Because that's what it is It's hurt that we're going through right now uh, Is to band together and stay positive And create a positive message um, Sometimes when you spark a revolution There's casualties in this world and I think more people want to see uh, more casualties in this world than actual progress. I believe in progress. I believe that um, certain movies should be made. Certain messages should be made for 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 progress. But I understand what this what this movie is me- uh, was meant to be. Um, I I say watch it. Have your own opinion about it. It's it's definitely something you should watch, especially if you're a fan of the series. And of course, the series is gonna. The franchise is going to have their own televised series as well, too, so that should be interesting if they're going to go about it from this movie and just take off from there, or they're going to kind of um, make it more of an anthology as well, too. I'm not too sure, but I'm, I'm waiting for that as well, too, because I am interested in this. I'm interested in um, what you think about this, if you saw this movie, or maybe if you didn't want to watch this movie because you felt it was too, too tongue-in-cheek as well, too. Um, like I said, um, I have my personal feelings about it. It's, it's difficult, um, like I said, I'm, I'm one that, that understands what's going on out there in the world And I have a 14-year-old daughter And I have to kind of sit her down every day And talk to her about these issues every day Which is tough You know, I have family that could be going through these issues Every single day as well too For the for their color, creed, um, um, anything um, To be discriminated over So it's tough It's a tough thing I'm uh, just not too sure if this was the way to go about it anyway guys um hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode i know it's a little bit more deeper than you probably imagined um definitely deeper than what i thought i was going to talk about today but um anyway if you want to talk about <laughs> the purge the first purge movie definitely reach me out on um on twitter uh at uncanny underscore v um on instagram Valcisco, sideshow conversations is on facebook as well too at sideshow conversations um Leave us a message if you want to talk about this movie at all. Your opinions on it. Um, Sideshow conversations. It's on Anchor. Free app. Download it. You know, put that little subscribe right there if you're listening to it on Anchor right now. Just you know, subscribe, rate, leave a comment how you feel about it. Definitely, I want to hear your input on this one. Um, if it's um, iTunes as well too. Which Sideshow conversations that? You know, leave a star rating. You know, one star, five star. I don't even give a damn if you want to give it a one-star as well, too. I'll take the criticism if um, this validated. Let me know. Um, and, of course, Podcast Republic for all outlets as well, too. Uh, hope you guys, once again, enjoyed this. I'm Val. I'm out. Later.